We Like Dota is brought to you with the generous support of our patrons. Patrons like Yul Graven, Ninja Skelts, Samson Magnuson, Rx Cabell, Surreal, CBX, Mr. Fancy Pants, Beendob, Monster, Icebug, Spenguin, Titus Andromedon, Dank, Zynason, Delikowschef, Paul Turner, Jeff Peterson, Kruger, Javier Latoplay, Wisp, Zeke, Strawcab, The Charlie, Justin, Zach, Yanni, and Darkstorm Dota. If you'd like to join our list of patrons, head on over to welikedota.com and follow the links to the Patreon. We Like Dota episode 357 starts now. Welcome, listeners, to We Like Dota. I'm your host today, Jim. We apologize for having missed last week, uh, but everyone's uh, real lives just kind of got in the way and uh, ended up not producing one, but we have one here for you today, and I am very happy to acknowledge our newly aged Arian. Hey, Jim. Hey, Arian. H- happy Gebertstag. Wow, your German is so good. Yes, I turned uh, 21 yesterday, which means I'm okay. legal to drink and gamble in the United States. True, you can gamble. Yes. Uh, I've never gambled in the United States, that is. So, maybe. Uh, yeah, you would have had to have done it in the last 24 hours. Yes, which I may have. Who knows? Like, you know I'm a mysterious True. guy. I don't actually know where you are right now. Yeah, I'm I'm still in Berlin for the next two weeks. I mean, I haven't moved yet, but yeah, my birthday was yesterday. Today, do you know these like uh, I'll call them in between days? Like tomorrow, I'm celebrating with my friends, and yesterday yeah. I celebrated with my family. So what what kind of day is today? Like I just sit at home and I wait. Ah, but you're you're celebrating with me and all of our listeners. Yes, of course, I love them all. And they love you, Arian, and they all wish you a happy birthday. Did you do anything special with your family? Uh, we went to dinner. We ate Korean barbecue, which was pretty, Ooh. pretty good. Yeah, I love I love Korean barbecue. It's good stuff. What, what do you get? Uh, we got... What's that? That, like, uh, we got octopus, and we Ooh. got chicken, and uh, venison. Whoa. Yeah, it was Very really cool. good. Very delicious. Whole whole family enjoys it. Uh, yes. I mean, my my sister wasn't there. She's in the Netherlands right now. But me and my my parents. Any bad blood there between you and your sister? Not coming back to celebrate your birthday? Everything all right? Jim, you know that you do you know like EU geography? The Netherlands is very far away from Germany. I mean, not super far, but like. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Could, she could just make the moved trip. There. Uh, no, I don't want to put the expectation on her, you know. If I'm in a different country, I might not come back for a birthday. Nah, I'm you. All right. Family yeah. fiend, dude. What's going on? Yeah, here? yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sure everything will work out between you guys. Don't worry about it. <laughs> dude, that's sorry, no bad sorry luck. Sorry I brought it up. Sorry I brought come it up. On, man. Obviously a sore spot. Oh, I hate you. <laughs> uh, want to talk about some Dota? Mm, not if not with you, but nobody else is here. <laughs> All right. Oh yeah! Oh, look at it go! 
Uh, well, again, much like uh, the the birthday wishes, how about you talk about Dota with our listeners? All right. Uh, my week in Dota was pretty bad, honestly. So I ended last episode two weeks ago by saying that I'm one game away from reaching Ancient. Uh, not yeah. reaching Ancient, sorry, reaching 4K MMR. I reached Ancient a while ago. Um, turns out after that, the same day I queued a game and I won it and I got 4K MMR which I was pretty proud of because I've never had 4K in my life. Uh, yeah. And then the past week, I lost like all my ranked games and now I'm back down to 38.80. So I was 4K MMR for around like 12 hours, I want to say, which you know, <laughs> felt, felt pretty good, but I'm sad it's gone again. Do you think there are any other breakpoints you'll be able to reach? Like 4.5 or 5 or whatever? I mean... Could is another question than one to. I mean, I'm sure I could like reach 4.5k, but it's a lot of work. Right. It was a lot of work to get from like 3800 to 4k, and now I'm back down again. Yeah. So, like, so you're you're currently at 3880. Yeah, currently at 3880. My actual real MMR right now. What got you down there? What heroes have you been playing? I guess it's because I've been like trying out heroes in ranked. Like I, I played some Ursa. I played a Silencer mid, which I sadly lost. I played another yeah. Ursa, a Pagna. Like I, I was scared after they nerfed Aeon Disk in three uh, seven point three zero to like play Pagna because I knew the hero in at least in a core position is going to be kind of garbage, and I think that that fear has come true. I, it didn't feel that good to play Pagna. Um, really? Yeah, not that much. Like, I you need like, Aeondus was the the perfect defensive item for Pagna, and now that's not like an equivalent replacement. Huh. Yeah, that's my take on Pagna. And the last game that was part of my losing losing streak, I played Quop, which I mostly won playing Quop, but that game I lost. Any interesting? Stuff you're playing, you find uh, exciting at least. Maybe in unranked games, just fun. Interesting games. Let me see here. I know there was one game I wanted to get into. Oh, yeah, I played a Bristleback game. Hmm. Uh, which I played against a sniper, and the guy just could not touch me, which was pretty funny. Uh, and, and Until he got a silver edge, where he obviously kind of shredded me. But, yeah, that was a fun game. I might honestly... I might become a Bristleback player. The hero's very low. You, you you don't have to think as much as with other heroes. Like you have to think about certain things more than like your positioning or like where you're facing, which most isn't relevant for like most heroes except like I don't know mass or something. Uh, yeah. But for example, mechanically, it's really really not that complicated, especially like. You get lazy when playing the zero, right? So, like, when I don't have eggs, I feel like it's a big ask to, like, manually throw my Q on, like, an individual <laughs> hero. So it's way nicer to have the eggs and just spray that everywhere. Ah, it just saves you, like, RSI. Yeah, exactly. You don't have to be as precise with your mouse movements. Yeah, I mean, if any hero will give you RSI, it's probably Bristleback. You're just playing, like, spamming two buttons as fast as possible. <laughs> Oh. It is fun to play. 
yeah, that was my week in Dota. Oh, something else I want to talk about, actually. I went on a Dota trip, Jim. Have you ever went on oh, a yeah, Dota yeah. trip? A uh, trip where you go somebody else the... just to play Dota? Maybe. Okay. So, Describe it to me, and I'll tell you if I've had a similar experience. Uh, a friendly acquaintance of mine, Jim. This is a geography lesson for you now. So Ooh. the German federal state of Saxony-Anhalt, their capital, yeah. Magdeburg, they have like... Uh, local esports club we have like a training center where they have like rooms full of pcs and stuff like that so i know the guy who runs that so he invited me to magdeburg for one day for dota day so i i went there by train and they had like a lot of dota players there so we played like three matches and then i coached their like very low ranked team um and then we did like two hours of theory where I like explained concepts to them, like lane pressure and which towers are more or less important. Uh, it was pretty great. Like it's motivating to see places like that where they have just like normal people playing a like esports type environment, I'll say, where it's like very professional. They have like training rooms. You talk about video wow. games on whiteboards and stuff. Uh, it's pretty cool. I, I really enjoy myself. That sounds awesome. Yeah, I, I, I did have a great time. Did the team that you coached win? Uh, they played two pubs, and the first one, they kind of just got stomped. And mm -hmm. the second one, like, they lost early again, but I micromanaged them really hard on, like, map movements especially. And that was yeah. pretty funny, actually. Like, I microed them. Like, when I constantly micromanaged them, they were, like, barely holding on in that game. Like, they took some decent fights, some really bad ones. But then we ordered food, right? Um, and since I wasn't planning, uh, playing in that game, when the food came, I was the one who went out of the house and got it. Uh, <laughs> and then when I came back, they were, like, all dead without buyback. Uh, so <laughs> I, as soon as I, like, stopped micromanaging them, it kind of all went to shit. But the food oh, was nice. Good. It was worth it. No, that sounds like a really cool situation. I do not think I've done that. Yeah. Uh, maybe one day you'll be as cool as me and get invited to two things like that, Jim. One can only <laughs> yeah, hope. I don't know if I'll ever get invited. One can only hope. I mean, I think we have a decent shot. Yeah, a, a place like that opened up not too far from here. Yeah, ask them uh -huh. if they'll do a Dota Day with you. Yeah, will, will you invite me and I can coach your team? <laughs> Are you any good? I get worse after we coach me. them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I go get the food and they win. <laughs> okay. Uh, Jim, how was your week on Dota? And how did it make you feel? Uh, how did it make me feel? Uh, uh, I don't know. I was I was hopeful. And uh, like something like left out yearning. Yearning. Maybe. So I wasn't left out intentionally. So my very complex my team, emotions it, that I inspired in you by Dota. Oh yeah, yeah. It was this week. It was it was dramatic. Um, my team played in the year old Raven League without me because I had a late work meeting. Damn. Uh, yeah, I couldn't get out of it, and so they played without me. I watched like part of the game on stream on like another window because it was a virtual meeting. Um, and they almost won. They were such good games. Uh, I came in and, and the old Raven, I guess, was watching too. And he sent me a message. He said, ah, your boys ate their Wheaties today. 
Because <laughs> they were winning. And then I think he may have been watching like live. Uh, and I was probably watching on the five minute delay. Because then like there was a, a team fight went the other way. And, and you know, I typed, you know, not like this to him in uh, Discord. And then he sent me a, a sad face back. I realized he probably had seen that happen right as I was saying. I'm so proud of my boys. They're doing great. Um, but it was fun. They had the God, they played like three and a half hours. Poor Zach. I think they broke up. Um, I don't know if you heard about this, uh, this podcast, fourth spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe because Zach. Yeah. Like one of their hosts is Zach and he, he casted the game, but the, the games went so long. It was like three and a half hours. And like you hear, you heard Zach's girlfriend in the background, like yelling at him to stop. Um, dedicated to the funny. grind. It was, yeah. He didn't seem all that happy that the games were going that long. <laughs> um, but I guess that wasn't his job. He was just describing what was happening. Yeah. But it was fun to watch. And then I, I did get a chance to play some pubs. I'm, Wait, uh, but I'm your retiring. Team, sorry, just to be clear, your team lost both in the end, right? I remember. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So the first the one, last was, one like, was. The first one was just like uh, pretty, like they got stormed, and the last one was closer, right? No, no, the first one, they were winning. Oh, until, oh like, I remember that. I felt like in the second game, they like just were a bit tilted from the first game still. It, they, they, they came off a bit demoralized. Because maybe, the first it was game so was hard so to close. say, because they took a lane in the first game, and then they got Roche, and they pushed high ground, and they lost six uh, in that fight, you know, counting the, the Roche respawn. Hmm. I think the other team had some buybacks, but like at that point, the other team could like kind of took control of the game. Um, but that was like forty minutes in, and so they were doing really well. And then the the second game went like seventy five minutes. And there were all these pauses too, which is why poor Zach was uh, was kept away from his family. But it they got mega, I think, but Popo uh, was playing Drow. And he was like, you know, he had everything filled up, everything, all the items eaten and like 12,000 gold. And he was just holding, like, like mega creeps didn't matter anymore because he could just clear them easily. Yeah. Um, and he got a rampage at like 61 minutes. Uh, <laughs> as the other team tried to take high ground to win the game, he like bought back and killed five. It was ridiculous. Man, sad that um, they didn't win that one in the end. I know, yeah, in the end, it was just, like, one, they had to win, like, you know, it's one of the situations I think I described once before, where you're a bit behind, and you have to win, like, one team fight to bring it even, and then another team fight to really have the advantage. Mm. I feel like they were always just, like, half a team fight behind, um, but it was it was great, and they, they played so long, and, and it was fun. Well, you know, did they learn something? I think so. I think so. We were talking about the games. So what did um, they learn? Well, you know, one of the things we're looking at is like we, we feel like we do pretty well in the landing phase and then we kind of fall off in the mid game and then end up losing a team fight. Um, and I think that does kind of track with a lot of the games that we've played. Hmm. So we're just trying to, we're kind of thinking through that. I think, uh, we're going to try to figure out how to kind of keep up our farm as well as uh, 
you know, maintaining like initiative or momentum on the map in that mid game period. Cause I think our, our farm sometimes kind of tails off or plateaus a bit. Yeah. You forget to farm. I feel like yeah. players who are maybe a bit lower rank, they oftentimes make that mistake when like, uh, especially when they get behind, they just start trying to run around and salvage the game by making plays and they just like stop farming because they feel like they can't farm as fast anyway as the fat guy in the enemy team. Never stop farming, guys. It's very important. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I, and I think it's like game... No, yeah. I, I, I got that under control. But I think uh, I think you saw that in game two where, I mean, Popo was number one in net worth the entire game, essentially. Yeah. Um, but it was like a four protect one in the end. And it was hard. Yeah, I mean, he was farming, but maybe Fancy Pants wasn't farming in that instance. Especially because yeah, I, mean, I know you guys like to put him on DK. And that's like a farm trap here where you're like, oh, I farm badly, so I shouldn't farm at all. Yeah, I think in that game he was on Kanka. Oh, Kanka farms well. Yeah, he did reasonably well. He just had a lot of utility stuff. Hmm. Like, he didn't go, like, the stupid, like, Daedalus Rapier thing. Um which I, you know, I think it's stupid, but maybe it would have been yeah. decent in this. Because, like, you don't know it's going to go to 70 minutes at, like, 25 minutes. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, I mean, buying rapiers, especially, like, in pubs, it's better right now, I feel like, than in competitive games. Because in a competitive game, the enemy team is more prone to chain stun you to death before you get a single hit off. Mm. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah, possible. Uh yeah. So I, I did just want to say that I'm I'm retiring Slardar. Uh, any particular reason for it? I don't know, man. Like, I played him again in a pub. I feel like I have all these Slardar games. Like, I should be pretty good at Slardar, and then they just end up not doing well. Hmm. Maybe you're just bad. So I feel like he... Yeah, could be. I guess I'm bad at Slardar. Like, I am. But, like... I don't know why. So how are you... I mean, obviously, if I knew why, I could get better. This but. is kind of interesting. How are you, like... When you think of Slada, what do you think are his bad, like biggest strength, strengths and biggest weaknesses? Uh, I think his, his biggest strength is, like, a really oppressive laning phase uh, against, you know, a melee carry, for example. Mm-hmm. Um... I think his biggest weakness, and this is a lot about how I think about the game anyway, is like the reliance on the blink dagger. Yes. Because I feel like I always want that blink dagger early. Um, and I get it. And then I, and then like it kind of slows things down. Yeah. I think that's where some people may be getting slaughtered wrong. Not saying that you're getting wrong, but maybe it's sure. a bit of a factor for you as well, is that. People think, like, that Slaughter is a blink initiator in the same way that, like, a Centaur is, where you have, like, a good AoE stun, and then you, like, blink in and stun the enemy team for, like, 2 or 2.5, maybe even 3 seconds. But Slaughter stun for a while now, right? It hasn't even been that good, if I remember it correctly. It's like, what? I need to look this up, but it's... One second. It's a one second stun. That's really not like worth to prioritize a blink dagger that quickly. I would for on Slada, I would for sure these days get like a greedy item after my boots, maybe like a Echo Saber and then into Blink. Because uh. you want to 
a good laning phase in the in the day where like in an age where the carry can just go jungle at like level six or something. Uh, a good laning phase isn't enough. A good laning phase, the, those impacts of the good laning phase are gonna be gone in like three minutes uh, if you don't accelerate yourself from having that good laning ah. phase. And a blink dagger does that in terms of kills, but Slada, you're definitely not a solo killer with your puny one one second stun, right? So yeah. you may be getting your blink at times when your team isn't really ready for you to have the blink, if that makes sense. So, you know, maybe... Yeah, it does. That's that's an interesting way to think about it. Because Slada, he's like, he has a lot to offer, but his, like, straight-up blink initiate is pretty weak these days because they have to balance him somehow, right? Like, he has good advantages elsewhere. Yeah. Yeah, that, that that's cool. That's a... I'll think more about that because I think that, that makes sense. Yeah, that would be, like, my advice. Like... If you're crazy, I mean, not on offlane maybe, but there's like carry sladders out there, right? So you don't need a blink in every game. On three slada, yeah. you probably need it in most games, but not in every game. And I guess it could be somewhat later too, like you said. Yeah, just you, get an echo saver can... or something like that. Yeah, I think Echo Saber makes a lot of sense. Can even get like a Halbert into blink. I wouldn't hate that. Although Halbert is a bit expensive, but you know. If you're having a good game. What about drum? Does anyone buy drum on anything anymore? I'm not a big fan of items that get worse the more you use it. Oh, you're not into the the cool it's like eight charges, but eight charges? Yeah, it's up to eight now. That's a lot, but still it's a finite amount. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah, so I guess I won't be playing Slardar anymore. Wait, I haven't... I'll give it a chance if I'm really feeling it. What's up? You haven't... You're not reconsidering it based on my amazing thoughts about Slardar? I mean, I think you're right. Uh, I guess I could do it. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, Slardar... I want to be... Seems... Like, I, I like the feel of Slardar. You like the idea of Slardar, maybe, because he seems like a hero that you'd be good at. Right? Yeah. But, I mean, so that's like, I would consider Slada similar to Axe in a way where you have good initiate, but for an offlaner, you're kind of squishy. Hmm. Like, try to think about killing an Axe with a average lineup and then think about killing a Mars and tell me which you think would be harder. Yeah, right. So, yeah, I think Slada falls into that category. He's got to do something a little different. He's not Mars or Centaur or anything. Yeah, yeah. He's definitely like, he's tanky, don't get me wrong, but he's not big boy tanky. He's just tanky, tanky, I guess. No, that's cool. I like it. Yep. If I give him a chance, uh, I'll report back to you. Cool. Want to head over and do the news? We actually have a lot of news today. We do, yes. <laughs> to read the future, I need entries. All right, we have a lot of news, Arian. We have two weeks worth of news to, uh, to catch up on happened. here. Much to think about. Yes. Uh, first thing was 730C, a balance patch. Do you, well, number one. Do you think this is the last patch before TI? 
Mm, no. I okay, think I TI will be a D patch. Okay, I agree. They could have left it at B because Bucharest, but I think uh-huh. that's out of the question now. Do you think they'll get to R for Romania? No, they will not get to R. Fair enough. Uh, I think they're going to go to at least D uh, because of this first thing on our on our agenda here, which is the adding of Dawnbreaker to Captain's Mode. Anytime you bring a new Ooh. hero in, there might be some tweaks, some little balance changes they have to make. Yeah, Arian, what do you think about Dawnbreaker right now? I think Dawnbreaker is still really really good hero uh like i think she's more like higher skill cap than most people realize which is probably why her win rate is a bit misleading because you know that saying that like high skill cap heroes should have a win rate uh like way lower than 50 percent because most people don't know how to play them Uh, but yeah i think she, like she has a lot of utility, right? But she still has insane base stats. Like I played a three Dawnbreaker game, and I was able to like one v one Monkey King in the lane game, uh, <laughs> which I'm not sure Jeez. an offlaner should do that. Uh, I think there's some like good things that make her balance. For example, I thought that her shard was like really really broken, right, when it first came out. But I found out that even though it gives you magic immunity. It doesn't purge you the same way that a BKB does. Oh, okay. Uh, which makes it a bit worse because you can't just like purge your fruits and stuff like that. Uh, but so I think she's going to be a fun addition. I'm going to try to be playing her in like perhaps upcoming leagues. Who knows? Uh, because yeah, she's just very fun, right? And her utility is something that most teams will probably value. Like... There's not a lot of heroes still with global presences, such as Stormbreakers. Yeah. Did you did you just reveal that you're smurfing in the Yield Raven League? Is that what? No, no, no. Let's not no. go to get into that drama. Uh, Phoenix <laughs> may still be heated about that one. Yeah. It, I didn't smurf. Somebody me. else smurfed, just for clarification. It, yeah, it wasn't me. That's not why I missed Freddy's game. Yes, yes. I know the rumors are I'm actually a smurf, but... <laughs> You wish you that you could smash. <laughs> I, I wish I wasn't allowed to play in that league. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think Dawnbreaker is going to be cool. I have a hundred percent win rate with Dawnbreaker. How many games is that? One. All right, good. Good on you. Yeah. Um, so I think she's probably OP. Um, yeah, I mean she's she seems good. I'm like. It's completely new for professional Dota. So, like, how is Ice Frog going to deal with this? Because there's no major events coming up that will have Dawnbreaker in it to see how pros do it. He just has to go from, like, pro pubs and, like, scrims, I guess? Just winging it. Wow. I'm not sure if Ice Frog, like, watches that many scrims. Like, I legitimately don't know. Oh, yeah, right. I mean, like, I don't think he watches the scrims, but, like, I know he talks to pro players and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, just a random thought, right? How long was Ayo in the game when Ayo Axe was revealed to, like, enable... Like, how long was Ayo and specifically that Axe version in the game before OG won their second TI with Ayo carry? 
Probably a while, right? Yeah, right? So, like, is time really the biggest factor in stuff like that getting revealed or, like, a big oversight in the patch making it in, yeah. like, up a tournament? I don't know. Yeah, you're right. What Do you think she will be played at all five positions at TI? Mm, I think, comparatively, she's probably going to be a four, firstly, then a three, and maybe a five. Okay. I think four is going to probably be her main position. Yeah. It's like every new hero, right? Yeah. But I would love to see like a mid-dawn breaker. That would be very, very cool. Yeah, it'd be interesting. I mean, maybe like one of the Chinese team teams, when they're like stomping an easy match, they're going to give us a dawn breaker. <laughs> that would be cool. Yeah. Poor uh, Thunder Predator has to uh, go against PSG. Nah, I mean, I think there's way worse teams at TI than Thunder Predator. Who's who's worse? Uh, I mean, Alliance, I, probably? I, yeah, I mean, I, I was discussing with some other people that, like, I think all the teams are pretty... Oh, Alliance, yeah, you're right. But <laughs> I was thinking, like, I mean, Alliance teams are pretty bad. good. Alliance isn't bad. No. They're, like, mediocre, I'll say. Yeah. SG is probably not great. Yeah, I think the weakest team there is... Probably, I don't want to make anybody mad here. Maybe it's Team Undying. Really? I mean, who else should be the weakest team there? I feel like Undying would be SG. Right? Would they? Have they? They have they like a? Do they have a record against each other matches? I don't know. To my knowledge, like Undying only. Hey, okay, they haven't played each other in a while, sadly. You know how I'm looking up these teams, Arian. How? I'm looking at these teams by looking at my fantasy Dota player cards. Wow, Jim. Insane. Right? Yeah. I, now, have you heard of uh, fantasy Dota, Aaron? No, I've never heard of it. What is that? Ah, refer back to uh, the We Like Dota episode on, on fantasy Dota, uh, in case you want to know. Was I on that one? I don't think so. Damn. Yeah, it was how was like, I not on that one when I always beat you in the fantasy challenge? It was like years and years ago. Okay. And only I did it, and I just like explained how to do it. It wasn't like. Mm, wonder if that one's still up to date. I think it is. Um, but yeah, so so player cards came out. Uh, they just like surprised everyone with a compendium for the international, which is exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got the player card pack, since there's obviously no levels to this compendium. Everybody just got yeah, it. You just get packs if you're a supporter through a bundle. Yeah, yeah. If, you, if, you, if you're a supporter through a bundle. I, of course, am a, a gold tier supporter of Simply 2 Based, who is not playing in the international. So I didn't get special Simply 2 Based packs. Um, but I just got regular packs. I got regular packs as well. My team didn't make it to 3 I. Yeah. And then you can purchase additional packs for 50 yeah. cents a piece That's new, or right? if you win a game. What? That's new, right? Yes, that was never uh that was never how it worked. There was always you just got but you got like a million packs if you leveled up your battle pass. Yeah. So. And something else from these purchases, 50% of the revenue goes to the team that you're supporting with your purchase. So that's the that's the sweet Valve cut. The normal Valve cut is 25%, but 50%? That's a pretty good deal. 
That's true. That is that is better for that. The, the weird thing is like the optimal play is obviously just to wait until the day before fantasy starts and then buy whatever packs you need to fill up your rosters. Yeah. How many... You're probably interested in like filling up like I don't know, EG or PSG. I want a gold Arteezy, dude. I have a common Arteezy right now. I want a gold I have one. two gold Arteezy. What? How many packs yep. do you have? Not that many. I don't. I only have three of the players from Evil Geniuses, wow. but I have two gold Arteezys. All right, that's pretty lucky. I'm missing yeah. Seb, FNG, Emo, Flyfly, and GPK. Those are the oh, players. I'm, I'm missing, missing quite a few. Yeah, I did buy some of them with the like uh, dust money, I guess. Yeah, oh, I, bought, the dust. I, I also ha- bought, I haven't used the dust yet. I also bought part of I bought five packs to support Team Spirit for two seven. Oh, nice. I think that was pretty good value. Oh, six packs even. Damn, baller. Yeah, I mean, if I have to, I'll, I'll, like, if I don't have an Abed card before TI, I'm gonna have to get. Uh, some EG packs until I get one. Does it usually but... have good like fantasy scores? Yeah, he's okay, like the mid cool. player on EG. Mid player on EG always like scores nearly at the top. I have a plus twenty percent kills one for him. I think that's pretty. Cool. <sighs> that's really good. Uh, do we? That's amazing. Do we need to like give a rundown of how to play fantasy Dota again or? No, I think we'll just point to the the old episode, and I know there are. Um, it was in my pubs we were talking with some of the people who had joined the community. And I know there are probably some listeners who aren't familiar with Fantasy Dota. Um, if you just come to our Discord uh, and like do like the very baseline stuff that we recommend, you're kind of guaranteed to be in the top tier of True. Fantasy Dota. We do have a Fantasy Dota channel. Yeah, we have a whole Fantasy Dota channel. Um, we really know what we're doing. Uh, members of our community have been... Uh, like in client on leaderboards mm-hmm. before, True. so uh, yeah, definitely just just come check out the old episode and 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 come ask us for advice if you're at all interested in this. Uh, if you're not at all interested in it, at least open your packs and start one. Start one lineup uh, so you increase the denominator and make it more likely for those of us who are interested to get whatever it is you get. Yeah, what do you get? I mean, I think they're just going to tie this in with the battle pass that's still, like, outstanding. Uh, and give us Is there a battle pass still outstanding? Yeah, that's going to be a second one, right? Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah the one Nemesis? coming up after TI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had Nemesis and then that one. Yeah, that's interesting. Because it, here it says, When the group stage begins, take your part in the biggest event of the year by earning compendium points. Through accurate predictions, an expert fantasy draft, and more. Mm. And then as your points increase, earn rewards, including International 21 rethemed legacy sets. Uh, and then they, they include an image of that really cool LC set from an old Battle Pass, but gold and black instead. Yeah. And, and it looks great. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. I think it looks pretty nice. So I guess fantasy will get you points for that main event prediction. So I wonder if we're gonna have to like, remember you you watch the games, you make the predictions during the games. Oh yeah, I mean that's that was a bug, right? No, no, the ones where you have to like within the first couple minutes it'll ask you. Oh, like, that one. Ah, yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, but I'm just seeing this. I love the. I mean that's confirmed, right? Gold is gonna be the like main color for this year's TI. 
Yeah. All the material I've seen so far looks really, really good. What material? Like, look at the... If you just click Compendium, the artwork with Tiny Grimsburg yeah. Monkey King, I think that looks super cool. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I'm looking forward to TI. Uh, speaking of TI, we finally, after all these years of... Okay, not years, but probably months of waiting... <laughs> are going to be able to purchase tickets for the 10th uh, international uh ticket sales go live on the b- 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 when do they go live on the like 20th 21st i believe it's the 20th yeah okay that's tomorrow i should not forget that because i will be going to ti uh and yeah so there's going to be an audience at ti probably a reduced audience now Yanni, who you know, Jim, I know, and probably some of our listeners know, he told me uh-huh. that apparently... Oh, sorry, no, that was not Yanni. That was Darkstorm. My bad. He told me that from, like, some context, he heard that the, like, stadium where they're holding it is very leaky. And oh, he's yeah, not I, sure. I, I know that. You know I, that? I told you that. Yeah. Uh, the the I mean, Darkstorm definitely told to me. Maybe you as well. Uh so I'm not sure how that's going to go if, like, that's just because they had to open roof or, like, they actually have a leaky stadium. Uh, for what I understand, it's, it's like an incompletely covered stadium. Hmm. Like, it's not, it's not like a basketball stadium or, like, the Superdome or something. It's like it has a covering on top of it, but, like, it might not be called a roof. And like I know, because there was like a uh, like a FIFA or UEFA event that was being held there, and they're like, "Yeah, bring bring ponchos." Yeah, that's what he told me as well about like a football event being held there. Um, but yeah, TI tickets. I'm excited. I'm going to TI. It's going to be my first TI. I'm very hyped. That's awesome. Uh, I like pre-booked a really nice place like four or five months ago, uh, and I was like thinking about canceling it. But now I'm very very uh, very very glad that I didn't and I believed in TI I hope you get tickets oh yeah I mean I think I'll get tickets I wish they would do a like compendium tie-in but obviously they can't do that uh, this year yeah. but yeah I mean I think it's going to be like possible to get tickets I'd imagine that a lot of people can't go to TI on such short notice uh, that's probably true yeah uh Cool. You so also speaking of people going to TI in short notice, Arian. You want to talk about the talent, Jim? I don't know. Do you have any thoughts on the talent? Uh, there's some new people. Takes? Do you know these yeah. people? I have two uh, things I want to say about the talent. But first, I want to hear your takes, honestly, about the talent list. Uh, I don't know. That seems fine. I don't think anyone's like bad that's getting sent there. That's your take? Yeah, seems yeah. fine. Like... That's my take with like all, like, tournament organization stuff. You you got all the takes on this stuff. Not me. Cool. All right. So my first take is: Do you know Avo Plus? He's gone by a Swordfish Dota in the past, but he rebranded a while ago. Yeah, I think so. so yeah. I want to. I I'm not to brag, right? But I'm actually pretty decent friends with this guy. We met at. I think the second ESL one Hamburg and we like messaged sometimes and stuff like that. And I'm very glad he made it because he was like one of the best up and coming casters last year. Uh, I think. Oh, cool. 
And that was a, like it was a very big jump for him to like just get invited to TI now because I'm not sure if he's even casted a major before. Really? Yeah, he's definitely like casted ESL events, uh, but I'm not sure if he's casted a major. Yeah, I'm, I think he's very talented. So sadly, his like designated duo partner in casting didn't make it. Only him. But hey, you you take who's what his, you can who's get. Who's his designated duo? Uh, his designated do uh, like casting partner is Seek and Strike, I think is his name. But I guess I don't know. Yeah, that guy didn't make it. But yeah, I'm very glad Avo Plus made it. He's very very talented. I think he's going to be a great host. And oh, good, good for him. Yeah. Speaking of, it seems like, uh, it seems like they're going to do like the rotating host things again. It's probably going to be I want to say four rotating hosts. Oh. Huh. And oh, something else I want to mention. I, I don't want to take full credit for this, but you know Frankie Ward, right? She's like more well known in CS:GO because they always do this. Um, at TI, they bring in like one host who's new to Dota, or even two. Yeah, yeah, I, I saw her on uh, a purge thing once. Yeah, yeah. So I interviewed for work. It wasn't about Dota, right? But I interviewed Frankie Ward on the like it was january of this year and after the interview we like just talked a bit about random stuff and i asked her like oh are you into dota and she was like no i've never played dota and i was like you should start playing dota it's so great blah 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 i just like rep dota and she was like who hmm, maybe so i think next time i get the chance to talk to her i want to ask her if i influenced her to you know start playing dota i think i think you did it i think you uh you think i did it yeah, I think you you I mean it was set the talent pool here. It was probably just a coincidence, but it would be very cool if that was true, I have to say. I think you did. You think I did? Was she nice? Yeah, she was nice. Right. I mean I'd like to believe that I did. I'm just, I'm just gonna believe that I did. Even though it's probably Yeah, not just true. go ahead. It's all good. Cool. Yeah. Uh yeah, it's gonna be great. I'm looking forward to being there. Yeah, that's gonna be very cool. Um also in this patch, there's a whole section on like updating the technology that Dota runs on. Mm. Tech, the you wrote tech stuff. You wrote Tech Boy Arian question mark in the show notes. Am I a Tech Boy to you? What designates a Tech Boy, Jim? Can you elaborate? Yeah, you're, on this? you're you're definitely Tech Boy. Like you would. How am I a Tech Understand boy? this and and have thoughts about what it means. Only because I like build PCs for everybody doesn't mean I'm the Tech Boy. No, but you're the, you're the kind of person who would have an opinion on this. Okay. Do you have an opinion on these, these technology plans? So the concrete plans that they've announced is in order to improve the engine and like move Dota forward, it was kind of vague, they're going to end uh, support for older systems on like Windows, Linux, and macOS. Um, and what this means is obviously not that right now they have any technology implemented that doesn't work on these older machines but apparently they're planning to in the future which those old machines they can still like do most things that, that video games want the pc to do so right. like there's nothing super fundamental between a pc like it's fundamentally different between a pc from like 10 years ago and a pc now it's still like the same uh, CPU architecture and stuff like that. Basic CPU okay. architecture. So yeah, yeah. this is like this is just making me very curious because 
if this like if they had like tiny plants they wouldn't have to do this step but it seems like they have something pretty fundamental planned uh i'm not sure if it's going to be as big as like dota reborn was in terms of like changing the ui and like changing up the entire netcode but it could yeah. be uh, yeah this just makes me curious that's pretty much all <laughs> that's interesting my prediction is uh they're not going to change anything they're just lazy like they just want to support the older systems now i think they might have had a plan to do something like you described but then they're just never going to get around to doing it hmm. um maybe they're just going to go on to change something else because that's what they keep doing you're still uh... do you think is it going to like kick people out of dota like i don't know or like filipino or uh peruvian you know net cafes not going to be able to run it anymore or are they all i mean those are really going to do this those like the stuff they talked about on their like uh, announcement those were not like a pc that you find in the peruvian net cafe that's like a pc in the basement of the peruvian net cafe that hasn't been used <laughs> for 10 years Okay. Like, <laughs> Peruvian net cafes, they have, like, pretty good PCs, and they definitely have, like, 64-bit machines. Okay. Peruvian, I mean, a Peruvian net cafe probably has a better computer than I do. Yeah, but... 100%. 100%. <laughs> because you know my computer, so. I, uh, do I? Uh, I don't know. You, like, gave me tech support a while ago. I mean, I don't know. I mean, just saying, net cafes, I know you're making fun of Peru because you're a North American snob. But sure. they have like very good PCs uh, everywhere in the world. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'm just picturing like, uh, you know, more economically challenged areas and the fact that. I mean, I, I guess I'm also thinking back to like StarCraft and StarCraft 2, where um, I guess it wasn't really a technology issue so much as a like spawned copy issue. Um, but the what? ubiquity of brood war in PC bongs in Korea, like, really helped promote the game. Um, in PC what? Sorry? PC bongs. Bongs? What's that? A B-A-N-G. It's like a, it's a net cafe in, in Korea. It's called PC bong. Ah, okay. Well, um, learn something, But I don't I know. Maybe, maybe I'm years behind the technology on that. That's probably it. <laughs> yeah, it probably is. Uh, Want to head over to uh, Noobs Ask Noobs, get some of these great questions. We have like two weeks of questions, and they're all If you ask good, me that nicely, funny. I don't have any other choice, even though I didn't want to record with you. Holy shit! If you want peace, you must prepare for war. If you want war, you must also prepare for war. The lesson is, always prepare for war! Noobs ask noobs. First, Rex Cowbell asks, what is your go-to sushi roll? Oh boy, I'm so basic on that one. That's kind of embarrassing. Really? Oh, I yeah. can't wait to hear. I just love the normal maki with salmon. They're okay. the like, first sushi roll that comes to mind. It's my favorite. I, I just fine. love salmon, dude. It's so good. No, that's 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 great. I I just had sushi like two hours ago. Oh, good for you. Mm-hmm. My favorite is like a spicy tuna roll or a spicy crunchy tuna roll. Mm, okay, 
I like the spicy That's... stuff. And then they give you this like sweet umami like orange sauce you could dip into. Hmm. That's better taste than oh. most. It's so good. I like anything spicy though. I mean, spicy adjusted for the fact that I'm like a middle-aged white dude from the United States. Yeah. <laughs> Next questions from Honor. Following up on Cowbell, he says, which Dota hero would you eat sushi with? Um, Who do you want to eat sushi with, Arian? Which Dota hero do I not want to eat sushi with? I, I mean, I can think of a lot of people I don't want to eat with. Yeah. What, like, makes... College. Is there any qualities that a good sushi, like, or someone you want to eat sushi with has? Uh, like, yeah. like So, like, leaving aside the obvious concerns about... Uh, health and like safety. Necrophos. Yeah. yeah, health and safety. Exactly. Like, I don't want to get hit with Necrophos's aura while I'm eating. Yeah, and um, his aura would also, like, make your food unedible. Yeah, it would spoil the fish. Yeah. Um, I think, like, you'd want someone with, like, some level of dexterity so they're not fumbling the the pieces all over the place. Mm -hmm. Is there any, like, heroes that could cook pretty well or, like, can provide a sauce? But you don't heat sushi, so why would you, like... <laughs> I, know, I was going to say, let me tell you what sushi is, Aaron. I mean, there's some warm sushi. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Uh, who would prepare... I don't know who would prepare sushi either. I think I would just be, like... You know, Monkey King would probably be good. Why? Because I picture him, like, leaning way back in his chair at the bar, the sushi thing, and, like, he could pick him up with his feet because he has opposable thumbs on his feet, like, throw him in the air and catch him and stuff. All um, right. I think he'd be very good at that, and it'd be, it'd be an entertaining evening. Sure. I'm not that famous, <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm going to say... This is hard. Pangolier? Okay. Because ah, why even? I mean, I'm, I'm thinking about like rolling, right? But he's eating the sushi. He's not making the sushi. So I would <laughs> like rolling, like being good at rolling, be an advantage. There. Yeah. Likewise, Earth Spirit, but. Yeah, that was my original thought. I think it's a different role. Okay, you know what? I'm going to say Ancient Apparition because. If I'm like, if I ordered too much sushi and I want to take it home, mm. he's gonna freeze it at like the physical, like coldest temperature for me. Yeah, gonna keep that's that a good fresh. call. Yeah, like near ancient apparition, it's not gonna, it's not gonna get warm and go. Yeah, back. exactly. That's my answer. That's a good call. Uh, All right, uh, Honor has a follow up. He says, "Which Dota hero would be the best tasting?" In a sushi so roll. I think we agree here that it's like all about uh, fish heroes, right? Yeah, that that that's so definitely where my mind is Slark, going. Naga Siren, Tide Hunter, Slada are the main yeah. characters here. So, who out of those four do you think would taste the the best? Okay, I I do have a take here. Okay. Uh, it's not Slark because he grew up in like a sewer. Yeah, definitely not Slark. I think Slark definitely <laughs> tastes the worst. Yeah. Although I didn't think it tied, but I'm gonna go with Slardar. Slardar? Okay. Yeah, he's got. He's like. I think of him as like a tuna. Like he's got a little meat on his bones. True, and he's very strong. And like he's not a fat fish. Yeah. He's a strong fish, and 
I want to eat the muscles. I just want to eat like the white fat. That doesn't taste that good. Yeah, but you, you need some fat, right? And I think Slaughter has that. He's got. Mm. He's not. I think like Naga's too lean. Is that good for sushi? I don't even know. Yeah. So you. That's my rationale. The you're, you're, you're saying Slaughter. Yeah. Yo, is Tide even a fish? He doesn't even have scale. Does Tide? Tide doesn't have scales. I don't think Tide is a fish, dude. I is he a is he a whale? I think he's is like he a, a cetacean. He's a whale type hero. He's definitely not a fish. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, look at him. This is not a fish. I'm not looking at a fish here. I'm looking at a. It's like a green killer whale, right? Yeah, something like that with like big arms. Yeah. All right. Tide's not a fish, so I'll say Slaughter. But okay. yeah, Slark is definitely the worst, dude. I would, yeah, you yeah. would get that... like five diseases just eating a bite out of that guy. No one's going to eat Slark. Yeah. Yanni asks, what is the best way to grief your teammate without them noticing? Without them noticing. Yeah, I'm good at griefing with people noticing. Mm. Just got to figure out the stealth. With that. I don't know, like, just cue with me. Cue with me? Uh, I mean, it's what's good without them noticing? <laughs> oh, I have an idea. When your mid yeah. gets ganked, you, like, TP home for one second and then cancel it. And then you just let them die and you're like, oh, sorry, my TP was on cooldown. They probably <laughs> won't notice that because in the heat of battle, they don't watch the map and see that you're TPing home. Yeah, they're not going to, like, check your TP cooldown before they get ganked. There's no point. Yeah, yeah, definitely not. <laughs> that's that's vicious. That's a that's a tough idea. Hmm. Anything else? Oh, I have... I mean, they wouldn't notice this at first, but disabling help on heroes that rely on, like, doing something to you to save themselves. Like, Vengeful Spirit, you just disable help, and she wants to save <laughs> herself by, like, swapping you. And swapping yourself out. Yeah. And she can't do that. That would be pretty funny. That's a good idea. Yeah, because they just won't work. They, they think they misclicked mm -hmm. or something. But no, it's just because it won't work. Oh, I'm... Uh, I'll... No, you, oh, you go, go first. You go first. I'll have one after. No, no, I, I don't actually have one. Oh, okay. My one was... You know this thing that people do where they place a sentry on top of a hill, and if there's an observer and sentry there, they only kill the observer and then they leave the sentry there right i'm aware of it yeah so the enemy team thinks like oh there's a sentry up here we rewarded it uh i don't need to reward how about right. you put a sentry up there right you're like oh they have vision and then you just don't deward anything <laughs> and you bait your team the opposite way i like it yeah that, that would be pretty funny <laughs> that's a good one they have fish you even do the ping yeah but you just don't do anything <laughs> i let you guys know next question is from that charlie uh following up on our discussion from two weeks ago he says he's lost around 150 mmr playing techies and grimstroke with his stylus uh, i'm sorry it didn't work for you jim do you think that guy's Regard lying or you think he's for real you think he's actually like playing rank games with a stylus uh I, if he played ranked games as Grimstroke with a stylus because of what we said, uh, I think it's it's worth. Um, 
So you think he's not lying? Uh, I'm just going to believe that he's not lying. Okay. I'm on the fence. Okay. I'm what I'm, I'm I have my eyes on you, that shoddy. Yeah. He says his new mouse has arrived and who should he play to recover? Hmm. Hmm. Who's a hero that is I mean that's like no criteria here, right? I'll just say a cool hero. Uh Yeah. Play Pudge. Because you always have the opportunity to play Pudge because nobody else ever wants to play Pudge. Yeah, it's never banned. Uh, no one else ever picks it. Yeah. It's a good option. I think uh, the hero you should play is your favorite hero. Charlie? Lame. Whatever it is. That's a lame answer, Jim. Yep. Rex Cow asks, Rex Cow states, I'm ordering pizza. And asks, what do you want? So like... I know you're a Chicago boy, Cowbell. Give me a deep dish, the Lou, from Lou Malnati's. Man. It's the only Chicago pizza I've ever had. But an actual Chicagoan took me this there. This guy knows so his pizza. Oh, of course, dude. Hmm. I like what do you want? pizza with ham and mushrooms. <laughs> ham and mushrooms? Yes. Or like salami and mushrooms. Not like... Okay, like pepperoni? No, I'm not a big fan of pepperoni on pizza. Okay. Uh, I was going to say, I like the... We don't have this in Germany a lot. It's a, like, disgusting American thing, but I love when they put mm -hmm. cheese in the crust. <laughs> yeah, you're like my, my middle school daughter. She likes, like... She wants, like, cheap pizza. <laughs> she doesn't like good pizza. The worst it is. Yeah, she that. wants, like, chain pizza. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a thing for kids, like... The, the branding is so know. good. They get to the kids. They're like, while she's playing yeah. games on her phone, she gets like indoctrinated by the ads of that pizza <laughs> chain. And then she's like, that. I only want that pizza. Yeah, there's like integration into Minecraft. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that fits demographically. Uh, although you're a, you're a grown up now. True. But 21. I can drink and gamble. Listen, if you come over here, we'll take you to pizza here in New Jersey. I'll get you some good pizza. That's cool. Titus Andromedon asks, why do you like Dota? Man, we're getting deep here. Yeah, I'm sure this is not informed at all by uh, the record of our team in the Yield Raven League. <laughs> uh, why do I... I just like playing with people that I like. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think I'd play it if it weren't for you all. Mm. You would. You solo queue. Do I even like Dota? I don't know, man. Yeah, I mean, it's very seasonal. You have to kick you my off, enjoyment you know? of Dota, right? Today I didn't like Dota. I ran into a Smurf stack and ranked, and then I lost another ranked game. Smurf stack in rank? Who does this? I mean, I stack all. I stack a lot in ranked games. No Smurf stack. I, I don't know. Ask whoever Smurf dude. He was playing Tinker. I was like, wow, that game's going to be so easy. This guy has never played Tinker. Turns out he did play Tinker before, <laughs> even though he was very low level on the hero. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's my answer. When, when you do like it, what makes you like it? When I do like it, what makes me like it? The limitless options and the... It's a good answer. The team-heavy play style. 
Yes. Uh, I like the limitless options. It's a good... I think of, like, times I've had a lot of fun. And it's when you're just kind of goofing off trying wacky stuff. Like, Super Clinks a couple weeks ago with Gothair. We're just like, hey, let's do this stupid build. Hmm. And you just try it. And then... Because there's a million different things you can do in Dota. Maybe it works. Maybe it doesn't. Yeah, that's fair. That's kind of weird. Rex Cow with another question says, What is your favorite TV show, top to bottom? Top to bottom? Like, we're supposed to list multiple? <laughs> no, I think he means, like, uh, like at its best and at its worst. Like, the, like, your favorite TV show, essentially. Okay. Of all. My, mine's easy. Right, hit me. Mine's 30 Rock. What's that about? You don't even know 30 Rock? No. Why? No. No. I don't no. know. It's a, it's a Tina Fey produced com, sitcom um, based on running a show like Saturday Night Live. Uh, and I think it's the funniest show that's ever been made. That sounds insane. Like every exciting. word, like every word is a joke. And the actors are brilliant, and the writers are, and like everything Tina Fey does is like gold. Okay. So, my favorite TV show. I will. I'm not sure if this is going to be my favorite TV show uh, forever, but something I like enjoyed way more than I ever thought I would was Kingdom on Netflix. It's like. Uh, huh. Korean drama where it's it's pretty stupid premise, but it's super fun to actually watch. And like their scene choreography is very good. Uh, it's like a Korean drama where in the like medieval Korean times they have a zombie outbreak, and it's a very different huh. take on that. Yeah. Is it so? It, it's Korean subtitled? No, it's a Korean show. In like Korean medieval. Right, but times. I'm saying you. Right, but I'm saying you're watching in Korean and then subtitled in German. Yes. It's not like a German no, show I'm, that happens to be. I'm set watching in, Korean. in single uh, in English subtitles, but I'm sure no. you could get German okay. as well. <laughs> I, I would prefer the English myself. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll try it out. It sounds yeah, pretty cool. It's very cool. You, you shouldn't watch it with your kids. Oh, it's not. A, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, you know, you know what I watched recently? Yes. With the kids. Princess Mononoke. Have you ever seen yeah, that? Yeah, that's a good one. I didn't get it. <laughs> wow, uncultured individual. That's shameful. <laughs> I didn't. I was like, I don't know what happened. You're probably just too old and bitter. Like your heart is already dead, and you don't have the capacity to feel emotion. That's why you didn't like that one. Maybe I am cool. a little bitter, so that tracks. <laughs> cool. Last question. Yanni asks. What is the best kept secret feature inside the Dota client? <sighs> this is a good question. Who uh... This is a good question. Oh, I have one um... actually. Uh, oh, good. Go. Managing the info of the professional teams that you're fielding. Because this used to be just like right on the friends tabs. And now it's right in the settings under <laughs> account. Manage pro info and teams. And there was yeah. like a half a year period where I just thought they like removed that functionality. So yeah, yeah, that's that's definitely the the, the, the it's the best kept secret. Yeah, it really should be. In the sense be. of like, it is impossible to figure out how to do it without someone like walking you through it before your first team match. Mm. 
God, that's so ridiculous. You're right. <laughs> uh, yeah, in terms of secrets, yeah, it's probably that. I like the uh, all the DPC stuff that, to, to watch in-game. I feel like it wasn't all that clear. Okay. Um, and then it ended up being much better than I thought it would be. Yeah. I don't know if that counts as the best kept secret, but I remember thinking like there's like some offhand reference to it, and then one day I was like putzing around in the in the client, and lo and behold, I was like, "Whoa!" There's like this beautiful, easy to follow system in here to follow all these leagues. What? Yeah, it's very cool, and they seem to be like uh, be updating it very well, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm used to like. Everything starting off as being really cool, and then yeah, like, like they're maintaining, later, never they're updated. maintaining this feature like pretty well. <laughs> and what world are we living, dude? <laughs> yeah, that's the secret. All right, I think that's the end of our episode. Uh, thank you for all the questions, everyone. Thank you. Uh, any shoutouts, Jim? Uh, no, no. Do you have any shoutouts? Shout come to our Discord. Mine's always just come to yeah, our Discord. Come and, to our Discord. Ask us questions. Follow at we like Dota on Twitter. Don't follow Jim. If you follow Jim, unfollow him on Twitter. Yeah, I don't want to be followed. I don't want to be tailed. Yeah, I'll unfollow you right now, actually. Okay. All right. Hey, before we leave, Aaron, can I just tell a, a quick joke? Uh, do I have the option to say no? I guess not. All right, tell me, tell me, just rogue. All right, here it goes. Uh, a moth goes into a podiatrist's office. Just boring. End All the right. episode. End the episode.